You know, um, last week I talked about becoming a disciple. And I said that there are certain attitudes, attributes that we needed to be a disciple. And we talked about briefly faith and humility and joy and commitment and love. And then there were three spiritual attributes, prayer, God's word, and outreach or evangelism. Tonight I want to talk about outreach. Now, outreach is not a complicated word. It means you reach out to somebody. And that's the basis of outreach. But what do you reach out with them with? I mean, what do you say to them? And I would say, let's talk about the good news. I always love when David Shimo does the liturgy and he, he seems to have such inward excitement week after week about what God has done in his life and Shabbat and, and all of these things. And, and so this is what we want to reach out and tell people about the joy we have, about the love we have, about the faith we have, the humility, just all the things that God has placed inside of us. Probably not a good thing to tell them we have, are humble. No, never mind. Let's, but outreach, when we do it as a group, strengthens the group as much as it strengthens those you are reaching out to. When you bring people to know Yeshua as their Messiah, I don't know who's happier, them or you. Um, it, it's such an amazing thing. And, and outreach isn't just going out and sharing in that sense. I mean, we talked about in the past few weeks going out to Metropolitan um, and, and, and Faith Cafe and, and giving clothing and food and praying over people. And, and so outreach is about giving. It's about giving. It's, oftentimes it's really giving of yourself to someone. And yes, part of the outreach is sharing our faith, but sometimes it's just by action. Sometimes people just see our love and they understand who Yeshua is. Sometimes it's more direct and we give them information about scripture. Sometimes we're blessed to see someone come to know the Lord in their life and other times uh, somebody else leads them and, and we've just introduced them to the Lord. We need to put ourselves in an opportunity, in a place where we get a chance to speak to people about the Lord. And we need to take advantage of those, of those opportunities. So, you know, there are really a number of reasons we should share our faith and also bring people to Shoresh David here. You know, when's the last time you shared your faith? When's the last time you brought somebody here to Shoresh? I love the way scripture talks about, in, in a sense, it's, I think the first type of sharing that I see in scripture is really to, to our children. 
In Deuteronomy 4.9, I love this, it says, Only be watchful and watch over your soul closely so you do not forget the things your eyes have seen and they slip from your heart all the days of your life. Why? Because you are to make them known to your children and your children's children. The day that you stood before Adonai, your God, in Horeb, Adonai said to me, gather the people to me and I will make them hear my words so that they learn to fear me all the days that they live on earth so that they teach their children. This is one of the big focuses of sharing our faith with our children. But I believe one of the reasons that we share our faith that we don't ever talk about is when we share our faith, we actually sense that we are getting closer to the Lord. We ourselves come closer to the Lord when we talk about God's love. And look, anytime you obey someone, whether it's a person or the Lord, you in a sense get closer to them automatically. And God says that this is something we're supposed to do. So for people who want to come closer to God, this is one of the ways to do it. In Mark 16, 15, Yeshua told them, go into all the world, proclaim the good news to every creature. In Matthew 28, 18, Yeshua speaks about all the authority in heaven and earth has been given to him. So in verse 19, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, immersing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Ruach HaKodesh, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And remember, I'm with you always to the end of the age. So we see here from Yeshua that we are to proclaim the good news. We're to immerse people uh, in, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Ruach, and, and the Spirit. And then finally, we are to teach them. And in John 4, 34 to 36, it says, Yeshua tells them, my food is to do the will of the one who sent me and to accomplish his work. So that's my question to you. Is that your food? to do the will of the one who sent you to accomplish his work. The context of that verse, though we won't read it necessarily, is talking about the harvest, the harvest of people. People coming to know Yeshua as Messiah. And Yeshua obeyed. And he also said in Acts 1.8, you'll receive power when the Ruach has come upon you. So the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, comes upon us. Why? One of the reasons is to be witnesses in Jerusalem, through Judea, Samaria, and all the ends of the earth. So one of the real reasons for getting the power of God's Spirit in you to reside in you is to share your faith. I believe Yeshua always raises the bar. And this is your calling, and you have to decide if you're going to accept your calling. There's that scripture in James, James 4.17, that says, therefore, whoever knows the right thing to do and does not do it 
for him it is sin. Have you ever thought of not sharing your faith as sin? Consider it. So we have Gasparilla coming up. Do we have some pictures? There's a picture of two of our young people in the blue shirt uh, praying for two other people at Gasparilla. We put up this prayer tent and uh, we, we pray for people. Now you have to understand, they're literally, each Gasparilla parade, they're, they're a couple hundred thousand people. And so we're at different points of the parade. This one is sort of at the beginning, and here's Josh uh, praying over somebody. Hey, jo where's Josh? There's, where's, oh, he was there a second ago. Well, it was probably good he got out. He'd be embarrassed, right? So there he is praying over someone. Okay, let's continue. Uh, there's Bob Wook uh, talking with somebody. You can, obviously, you notice us, we, we all have the same shirt on. And, uh, and so the translation of the shirt is what? Yeshua loves you, right? Okay, next one. Ah, there's Ravi giving out tracks. Or let's call them bookmarks. Let's not call them tracks. In fact, um, well, we'll get to that in a second. And the next one, uh, there's a group of, of people who were there. Not everybody, obviously, but uh, one of our groups. And, and so this is what we do the next two Saturdays, not uh, tomorrow, but the, the next two Saturdays. And as I said, we need drivers, so drive us to the place because there's no place to park there. And then we need people who are going to stay in the prayer room and pray. And we need people who are willing to do outreach. Now, um, if you did not receive one of these this evening, uh, you could raise your hand, please. You should have received this. And you also should have received this. Okay, and maybe one is inside the other, but if you didn't receive them, why don't you raise your hand, because at this point, we're going to look at these two pieces of literature. Literature? Yeah. So in the front here, it says, the Lord is my light, my salvation, whom shall I fear? And the caption is, that's why we pray, do you? So the Lord is my light, and so we, we pray to the Lord, who is the light of our lives. And we try to do something that is just cute, that people will enjoy looking at. Also, on the other side, you'll see that we have how to get close to God. And it says, we've all sinned before God, we're separated from God by sin, repent, turn from your sins, God forgives us through his love. Yeshua means salvation, and Yeshua took our sins upon himself. And so we have um, this that anybody can uh, look up. And the, the nice thing about this is when we switched to this bookmark, we found that of the 
let's say 3,000 we handed out uh, over two weekends, um, we found only a few on the ground. That's the test. That's the test, because with our other things that we used to hand out, we had more on the ground than we had in people's hands. So um, we'd love for you to come. Now, let me just have you turn your attention to this. So this says at the top, and if you don't have one, raise your hand, and Donna will be happy to give you one. At the top it says 2019 Outreach, and you see the first page are scriptures as to why we share our faith. But I really believe the reason why one shares their faith in the Lord is because you know God's love and you want other people to know the greatest gift you've ever had. And that's the reason we share, other than the fact that God says to share and we obey. But, you know, besides that, if you had the most amazing gift, if every time you gave a million dollars away, you would get another million dollars, you'd be giving a lot of million dollars away, wouldn't you? Well, every time you give the love of Messiah away, you receive it back. And so this is why we share. So you can read all the scriptures about that. That's not really what I was going to focus on in the few minutes we have remaining, but rather the inside cover. So the inside there are questions, especially questions that Jewish people ask. And they say, well, you know, I don't believe because. And of course, the greatest reason that Jewish people say they don't believe is they say, well, you believe in three gods and we believe in one. And so obviously that isn't true in terms of what we believe. We believe in one God with three, and however we say it, it's not going to be sufficient. We can say three natures. Uh, some people say three persons in one. That's pretty confusing, I think. Look, there are mysteries. And the more you try and explain a mystery the worse it's going to get. You just say, there are some things we don't understand. So as an example, if you said to me, well, how, can, how is it possible that three are one? And I'd say, well, how is it possible that Moses took the Israelites and crossed the Red Sea? and the Egyptians drowned there. How is it possible that when they put the blood on the doorpost of the house in Egypt, that only the people who did not put the, doorpost, or the blood over the doorpost, how come the ones who didn't do it died, the firstborn? How come? Well, if you can't answer that, why should I answer three in one? 
if you can't answer the fact that a 90-year-old woman has a child, you know, how, do we know any 90-year-old women who have child, children now? So God is in the miracle working business and he doesn't, because he's God, there are certain mysteries. So don't get hung up when people attack you. Just ask them questions back. And then once we're on a level playing field, then you talk about what God says. And so what we've tried to do here is every underlined word is kind of like an objection or, or at least explaining what's below. So the first thing is, um, well, you know, scripture was written by all these men and, and so who would believe it? It's, it's not written by God. And so you explain the accuracy of the prophecies and, and we have one prophecy here, Isaiah 11:11. We also have the fact that um, scripture says long before Columbus that the world was round. And so we try and if they're, if they're serious, and I underline serious, if they really want to know the answer or are they just trying to irritate you um, with more questions, you have to figure that out quickly. But um, so, you know, the virgin birth and, and why, you know, a bloody religion and does God have a son? And you'll notice that all of these scriptures are not from the new covenant. They're all from the Hebrew scriptures because we are able to share the good news of Messiah, Yeshua, from the Hebrew scriptures. Now, is it a little easier maybe to use the new covenant? Well, probably, but once you know these scriptures. So if you're planning on going out or if you're planning to share your faith anytime, it would probably be good to be familiar with what is on the inside of this cover. And so let's look at one scripture. So if you would turn the page and go to the back page, we'll look at one scripture right now. And that's Jeremiah 31.30. Jewish people, for the most part, would never know this verse. Even though it's in the Hebrew scriptures, they're not going to know this verse. So behold, days are coming. It is a, a declaration of Adonai, or God, the Lord. When I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Okay, here's that famous question. How do you interpret new covenant? It's a new covenant. It's a new promise. It's a new something. God's going to do something new. And that's why Yeshua was born, to fulfill the prophecies and to do that new thing in our life so that we can have atonement for our sins. Now, you'll see here, similar to, but lots more depth, uh, on the back here is the way to receive God into your life. We've sinned before God 
And you have a scripture there. We're separated from God by sin. And if you've taken way of the master, you know how to talk about the sin of other people. You ask them, have you ever lied before? You know, and those kinds of things. And if people are truthful about their lying, then they'll say, yeah, yeah, I've lied. Um, so you say, repenting, turn from your sins. God forgives you through his love. And notice, all of these are from the Hebrew scriptures until number seven. Number seven is Romans 10, 9 and 10. If you confess with your mouth Yeshua as Lord and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. In a sense, that's like saying you will have Yeshua inside of you, because if you remember, salvation and Yeshua are in Hebrew, from the Hebrew to the English, from that same root, from the same word. So, the whole idea of being saved is, in a sense, of receiving Yeshua, which is why I have in number five, behold, God is my salvation, my Yeshua. I will trust, and you can look this up, the words, the words that are used here for salvation is Yeshua. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord Adonai is my strength and my song. He also has become my Yeshua, with joy you will draw waters from the wells of salvation, Yeshua. In that day you will say, give thanks to Adonai, proclaim his name, declare his works to the people so they remember his exalted name. Sing to Adonai, for he has done gloriously. Let this be known in all the earth. So I guess... Even in the Hebrew scripture, we get a sense of outreach, right? That we are to reach out to people. Cry out and shout, inhabitants of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. God is trying to say something to us. We are to share our faith. We are to be more confident by having something like this card in our mind, and if not in our mind, in our hands, so we can use it. We can, and look, we can share to people who aren't Jewish just as easily using that because they're not going to know the difference, many of them. And if they say they've heard it all before in church, you can say, well, you haven't heard it this way. The final three scriptures on this card, Luke 12, 8 and 9. Now I tell you, whoever acknowledges me before men, the Son of Man also will acknowledge him before angels of God. But the one who denies me, meaning Yeshua, before men, will be denied before the angels of God. 
John 14, 6, Yeshua said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except me, through me. And Romans 5, 8, but God demonstrates his love, his own love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Messiah died for us. He atoned for our sins. Let's pray. Father, we thank you and praise you, Lord, for that kind of love, the kind of love that doesn't require us to be perfect or even good, but just to have enough faith to come and say, Lord, I want you in my life. I want Yeshua as my Messiah. I want to have the joy of the Lord because that I understand will be my strength. I want to rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in everything I want to give thanks. Lord, there, I just want all your promises. I want them in my heart, in my mind, in my spirit. I know that I will be glad at all times when I have you in me. And so I acknowledge you this evening. And I pray, Lord, that everybody will sense an urgency about sharing who you are with their friends and family. I pray right now for our family members, especially those who don't know you, Lord. I pray that that will change this evening. That somehow, somewhere, wherever they are, our family members, like my brother and his family, I pray that somebody will tell them of the good news. Somebody will walk into their path and, and they will say, what must I do? What must I do to get saved? Father, I just pray for a great anointing upon the listeners so that they will desire. I pray a great anointing upon us as we speak. I pray, Lord, that the love of Messiah would be so richly in us that it would be undeniable. Lord, I ask you in the name of Yeshua that if there is anybody here tonight that they would do the very thing that's on this card if they have never done it before, that they would say, Lord, I am sorry. I receive. I confess Yeshua and believe in my heart, as it talks about in Romans 10. And when you do that, God does an amazing work in you. He places the power of his spirit in you, and you will never be the same. So I pray for that. If there are people who want prayer before our service ends, as we sing one or two last songs this evening, I ask that you would come up and receive prayer. Receive prayer for whatever you need. I have, uh, there's so many testimonies that we can give you of answered prayer. Have the faith to believe and to go forward and ask God to do a miracle in your life. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen.